episode. But don't worry. Episode seven yes. is coming next. Okay. That right. Is that sounds good. Publishing. I think I'm ready to publish so. this to Apple Podcasts. Right. How do I get it in there? Where's the upload podcast to Apple Podcasts button? Oh my God. Don't they have one? Oh, great. I'll bet Apple even charges for that now, right? This episode is all about publishing and podcast hosting. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But... There's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnose Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. Whenever I'm talking to potential podcasters, there's one aspect of it that leaves them completely shook. How it gets from your recording device into people's phones. Now, about a year ago, this episode might have been about three minutes long. Thankfully, there's been a massive change to this part of the whole podcasting process. And, you know, I could easily be here all day talking about this now. But to save your sanity, I'm going to keep it down to just a few minutes. If you're still at the early stages of planning your shiny new podcast for your business, you've probably not even considered how your show gets from your recording app, be it Audacity or Adobe Audition, to your listeners who favor the Apple Podcasts app. But I'm here to tell you, there's a whole process. Let's talk about podcast hosting. No, I'm not talking about that thing that you'll be doing into the microphone when you start doing that whole... Hi, and welcome to a new episode of the Please Buy My Stuff show. Podcast hosting, in this regard, is all about the often overlooked aspect of the production workflow. You're listening to this right now because my podcast host has allowed you to download it from their servers. It works in much the same way as a website host. You can't just make a website and then stick it on the internet, can you? And it's the same with a podcast. You need a place to store all those MP3 files and then make it easy to share them. You get a podcasting host. Now, there are loads to choose from, and they all do largely the same thing. The difference really comes down to features and price. The more expensive ones usually offer more detail in the stats, so you can more easily track and measure what's working. They'll also provide easier integrations and more accessibility to other platforms. I'll leave you to decide which platform is best for you and your unique needs. But here's a golden nugget of advice for you. I'll help you by telling you which platform I feel like you absolutely need to avoid like it's an unmasked 
child in a health clinic. When Spotify took a decision to step into the podcasting space, they began a very aggressive campaign of acquiring as much real estate as they could, including getting popular shows in on exclusivity deals and other clever strategies. Another tactic they employed is one of the darkest parts of podcasting. So dark, it deserves some spooky music. Cue spooky music, please. In 2015, there was an app created which took people's short audio content and allowed it to be shared via their social channels. It was called Anchor. And everyone was like, okay, cool story, bruh, but we got voice notes and audio boom for this already. But when they decided to update it in 2018 to allow for people to use podcast-length audio, suddenly people started to take notice, including Spotify, who ended up buying it. A lot of people use Anchor, and it's become one of the most widely known brands in podcasting. It's the Blue Yeti of podcast hosting. But much like that plasticky piece of noisy bullshit, those who want to get the best out of their podcasting experience will avoid it. Here's why hosting your podcast on Anchor might not be the most well-advised move. Once you upload your audio to Anchor, it's very difficult to do anything else with it. Their terms and conditions mean that if you decide to move your content to another distributor, you're going to struggle to get them to agree to migrate. While we're on the subject of their very mysterious terms and conditions, let's go into the really creepy aspect. They own your content. Now, of course, they claim they don't, and they have very cryptically worded T's and C's, which they claim prove that you own your content at all times. But this is yet to be tested by a major podcast. If you make it big, there's nothing to suggest they won't activate all their rights management and profit from your success whilst squeezing you out. They actually have some really scary legal words in there, like transferable which some content lawyers have suggested means that any of their other users can use your content freely and with no comeback from you. This might become a problem if, say, they take on a big influencer who has no talent and they want to steal your talented content and pass it off as their own. With Anchor's help, there's nothing you can do. As I record this, the brilliant James Cridland at PodNews has a story on his podcast and blog about a pirated show which has no fewer than five pirated versions that can be found via Apple Podcasts and hosted by Anchor. This means they're making cash off the back of the derivative work that they didn't create and the original producer is not seeing a penny of that. Since I posted about this on LinkedIn, there have been other podcasters that have come forward to me and said, yeah, this happened to me too. For some reason, somebody's ripped off my show and put all my own artwork to it, but it's not coming from me. Think! There's also the tiny matter of them controlling your feed. When you use a paid and credible host, you get given an RSS feed, which you have total control over. You own that feed and can use it to access the individual creator pages on apps such as Google and Apple Podcasts. 
This means you can see more specific stats, such as what device was used and whether they had the latest version, which can help you with your content targeting. If you've uploaded via Anchor, you can't because Anchor controls your RSS feed and they don't want you to be able to use it to directly access those pages with it. After all, you haven't paid for that, bitch. Let's talk about the obvious issue that most savvy business owners will take into consideration. The flawed business model. I mean, how long can they sustain this? How does a business survive using a free model? If they go under, they're going to be taking your content with them. And if that happens, suddenly, overnight and without warning, all that hard work you've done is gone forever. The more scrupulous hosts will offer you migration options. Anchor won't. And perhaps the most important deterrent from using Anchor, the stigma. Anchor is the platform responsible for the biggest number of pod-faded shows of all platforms. Why is this important? Well, it means that there's something about using them which discourages longevity. There have been rumours since day one of empty and broken promises over revenue share. Podcasters have complained about obviously manipulated listener stats. And why wouldn't they? I mean, if they're promising you a share of their advertisers' cash, providing you can hit a certain number of listener downloads, but you're not paying them for full transparency, well, what's deterring them from screwing you over and holding out on the cash? Yeah, that stigma and the evidence of pod fade is an issue. After all, if you knew of a shop that was giving away something for free, but you then noticed the item discarded down the street a mile away, would you be encouraged to go back to that shop? Like with anything in life, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. If you want to get your podcast out there using a reputable host who will offer you full control of your show, where it's published, when and how, as well as offering you access to all the stats you could possibly want, ask me about one of my Podnose network packages. You can find out more about me in the professional podcast marketing services that I offer by typing my website address into your favorite browser. Give it a whirl. Podnose. That's P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S dot co dot UK. That's podnose dot co dot UK. Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. The Lead Generation Podcast from Lead Pages does exactly what I advise every podcaster that works with me to do. It says it all in the title. Now, although he's clearly shy because there's not much information about him other than in a few show notes, it's hosted by a guy named Bob. This particular episode, which I'm going to play you a clip from, is called Elevate Your Personal Brand with Confidence, guested by Kaylee Carr. She discusses how to put your image out there and own your space. Link in the show notes. A word that you use in your marketing is power presence. So I'd love for you to talk for a minute about why having an awareness of our own power presence is so important. Power presence is really the ability to 
take up space and exude who you really are through all of those things, right? So it's your voice, all the communication points. So your visual presence, your verbal presence, your vocal presence, or vocal communication, your body language, like how do you take up space and how are you communicating who you are and what you're about through your presence? So I believe that each of us are different than the over seven and a half billion people in this world. And if we have the right foundation of understanding what our personal power is first, what are our skills? What are our talents and gifts? What are the experiences that have shaped who we are? What are some of our passions? What are some of the things that we want people to know us by or what do we want to be known for? But also what gives us joy? What gives us energy? All of those things, having an awareness of all of those things is is the foundation. And from there, we can show up in a way that's consistent with that. Well, that's it for another episode. But don't cry, little lamb. We'll be back for episode eight. And that one will be a little bit different. We'll be talking to an actual podcaster about their podcasting experience. So make sure you subscribe. And then you can be sure you'll never miss an episode. Hit subscribe or follow via your favorite podcasting app at podnose.studio forward slash NAP show. That's podnose.studio forward slash YBNAP show. So until next time, see ya! Podnose Productions. Thank you.